poker's legendary champions, next generation stars, and tireless ambassadors of the game, sharing their wisdom and guiding your journey to high achievement on the green felt. This is Tactical Tuesday on Chasing Poker Greatness with your hosts, Brad Wilson and John Chai. Welcome, my friend, to another episode of the Chasing Poker Greatness podcast. As always, this is your host, the founder of ChasingPokerGreatness.com, Coach Brad. And today is Tuesday, which means going to be some tactical conversations coming right at you. John, what up, sir? How's it going, Brad? We got, we got flopped sets as the theme today. Oh, wow. You, we actually you, have a good hand today. Yeah, you you, you forgot how to <laughs> play flop sets. Either, yeah, most of the time either we have nothing and we're trying to figure out how to win the pot or we have like a very marginal hand and we're trying to figure out if we can call. Yeah, I, I would say uh, sets tend to be fairly straightforward in general. So I'm guessing these are not fairly straightforward in general. Oh, there's a little bit of spice to both of them, but still, I think these are like very commonly occurring situations. Um, definitely the second one. All right, cool. Well, with that said, let's just dive into these two flop sets. So you're playing 1K and L, and you're 100, about 107 big blinds effective. And button opens min, and you defend the big blind with sixes. Everything's pretty, pretty normal thus far, mm-hmm. except kind of an interesting flop do stray five with two hearts you flop the rare over pair (laughs) with sixes oh one thing that i feel like i should say is that this hand was um this hand was inspired by you i I, you probably can't see it yet but when we get deeper into the hand i think you'll you'll appreciate i hope so we'll see so inspiration by me Villain bets big on the flop. Two straight five. A little interesting that villain bets big, I think, but they have all the sets. They've got all the straights. Got the same amount of those, and they probably have a lot more high equity flush draws. Yeah. Any, anything to say? Beat our over pairs. Huh? They have over pairs that beat our over pairs. Sure, sure. And nothing really to do or say on the flop when you flop an overpair of sixes here uh, with a gut shot, just check. Starting out with check call. Uh-huh. And I assume villain's a reg. Yeah, I assume villain's a reg too. I haven't, I didn't go back to check on the stats, but yeah, I'm fairly certain he's a reg. Nice. Oh. We turn a set. Deuce tray, five, six. Hmm. Now, what do you do here? Let's just let's play the hand. Uh, I mean, I, I think like donking feels appropriate. Yeah. Although I like during my poker coaching streams, every every time I play four or five hundred hands, there's always one spot where I'm like, hmm, feels like donking is good here. Then I inevitably donk and then kind of like hold my breath because I don't know exactly what's going to happen next. But I do why, think why, like, does, why does donking feel good here? Um, because I, I don't know that villains... Like I think the six improves more of the big blinds range when they big bet 
because like while they do have overpair advantage on the flop, those overpairs typically don't bet the turn. Um, and also I don't think they're like four or five hands or three, four hands or pocket fours tend to bet big on the flop. Although they probably do have like King four, queen four, maybe Jack four. So they do have, they still maintain some like four X in their range that wasn't a pair on the flop. Um, but I just intuitively think that you have more fours. I don't know if that's actually. I think I have to have more fours, especially when the button min opens. Yeah. Like I'm just going to have all the suited fours. I'm I'm not folding Jack four suited. Or, yeah. You know, those sorts of hands that maybe the button doesn't open. Right? Four or five like, off. I would have trouble folding four or five off to a min open. Yeah. Well, if you've got all like the offsuit four or fives, then you, you yeah, probably yeah. do have more four X than villain. Right, right. I, I assume they don't open four or five off on the button. Yeah. And I'm I'm definitely calling seven four suited. Yeah. I assume the button doesn't open that. So yeah. And we found the donk. We I did it. The size too, I guess. The size? Yeah. Uh you went a third? Seems like that's probably the solver approved size would be small. I think, I don't know. I, hmm. I think small I like is, another, is kind of reasonable here with your hand. Like kind of the way that I think about sizing here is like, what sorts of hands am I trying to make indifferent towards calling? Like what, what type of hands am I trying to put in a, in a tough, toughish spot facing the size? And I think like, for example, Any all pair. the pairs, yeah, all the over pairs and then like pairs just call, but I think like this size starts like just like random seven X or eight X that gets bet. Mm-hmm. Probably like gonna be forced to call this. Like basically any gut shot that they have now. Mm-hmm. Um because it presumably has overcards. Um and like is that kind of like is that the region that I want to put in a tough spot, basically, is is what I think about when I Yeah. All their single paired hands, basically. Yeah. Um, what's the plan for villain just calling turn and then like blank rivers? Just sort check of call. planning ahead, just check call. Yeah, I think like this size, like I said, it puts like it just forces all their like seven x and eight x, or maybe not eight x, but like seven x type hands to call all the flush draws. I think are definitely going to call here and then likely bluff, bluff river mm-hmm. by check. Uh, so you think that portion of the range is larger than the overpair portion? Well, one thing that I'm not sure of is that the overpair portion calls the river bit. And I know for sure that the 4X portion calls the river bit or like, you know, yeah. the range that beats my hand, beats my top set is going to call. I would say um, almost certainly calls a third, like a small river bit. Yeah, but I'm also like very certain that they have bluffs on the river. Yeah. So just weighing all that stuff. Yeah, makes sense. So you bet. Don't get raised. That's nice. <laughs> I don't expect to. Do you expect to get raised here ever? Almost never. No, yeah. like they need to have like. Yeah, I, I would very rarely expect to get raised. I think. Oh, man, if they have like seven, four suited, probably they can't help themselves but raise. But. That's a really wide open on the button. Like that's 
I'd be surprised if I saw Greg open some four suited on the yeah. Maybe Min is five. Maybe Min with a fish in even the with line, seven, which is what we have here. Like, even with seven four suited, it's kind of hard to raise the turn facing the the third donk because it's like, what bluffs do you have here to, you know, what what bluffs do you have here, and then like, what are you going to have on the river like to like be able to raise versus a bet on blanks? Um, but maybe they just are protected by enough straights that they can just like raise a seven four and then call their other fours and then call the river. Um, Whatever. There was an eight, which is not a yeah. hmm. Okay, so they call a third. There's one sixty-eight in the pot. The final board is deuce straight five, six, eight. Uh there's no flush available. Seven nine complete. Seven eight makes a pair, and eight nine makes a pair. Front door hearts brick. And front door hearts brick, yeah. You still gonna go through with your plan here, checking the river? That's what I did. I don't know if that's. I mean, I just I don't know what the answer is to like. Is it better to bet the river or check the river and, and check hall? Like, I just don't know. Does Jacks always call if I bet a third? I don't here? know. Yeah, I think I would rather check. Like, just they do have seven nine. I don't know that. I don't know that we donk seven nine on the turn, and they for sure have seven nine. Um, they also have like the busted hearts. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's really probably hard for just us to checking. Get to the turn with seven nine once the yeah once they big, big bet, bet the flop yeah. yeah it feels like checking is just like got to be the bet got to be the route to take right like I know that check calling is probably I mean probably I know that check calling has to be okay yeah. I don't know that betting is is okay good. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, that's right. what I go and do I check the river and they overbet this is kind of the expected size right like they're betting a four or presumably nothing else yeah four seven nine or just busted hearts or whatever so pretty easy call i think not shocked to see the size not like extra scared or anything like that yeah and they've got the the old king seven off so i mean king seven off that's a pretty light button open i think that is that is a very light button <laughs> they probably do have seven four yeah. suited. if king <laughs> seven off is in there then they probably have seven four suited but the good news is that they've got king seven off so that makes up for it um no i think this is really well thought out well played hand uh, i doubt that villain is going to bet the turn at a high frequency with king seven if you wouldn't have donked the turn i assume it just goes check check and then you may get a bet on the river if you check and villain bets but definitely won the max here from you know the weakest portion of the range which is always a, a big win yeah yeah well i mean we don't know what happens if i check the turn maybe this guy just goes crazy and i win a stack <laughs> with, with sixes but doubt it very very yeah. doubtful do you want to win a stack here john yeah, is that know. is that the goal you do you want them to put all the money in on the four liner i probably not <laughs> probably not all right, so you're going to flop another set after the break in hand number two. Stick around. Probably going to be some spicy things going down. You've survived pre-flop boot camp. You've shot the fish in a barrel. Now, prepare yourself for the feeding frenzy. Comprehensive strategy for gutting every fish in your player pool. Data-driven hero bluffs. Light call-downs. 
and perfect value bets that are maximally designed to hurt some feelings. Feeding Frenzy. Available now at ChasingPokerGreatness.com slash Feeding Frenzy. All right. Welcome back from the brink. I like, by the way, that hand number one was inspired by me donking on a poker coaching plane explain in, yeah, in a spot. Too. Yeah, my exact words, I think, when I, when I led the turn on a four-liner were, I don't know if donking is good here, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> this looks like a good spot to donk. Um, super solid plan in place. Your there. hand was like way more marginal than mine. Mine was like, okay, this has to be okay. At least I have top set. Yeah. I just like randomly turned a pair into a bluff yeah, just, and just who, who knows? Um, basically inspired by the thought of, Hmm, I think I have way more straights than the villain. Let's see what happens if I just donk 70%. Uh, and for the podcast listener, they folded very quickly, top pair. So my donk did work out. Hand number two here, we're playing 1K and L. Shocker of all shockers. We have 100 big blinds effective. Button opens to 2.5X, and John defends with the old deuces from the big blind. I love flopping sets with deuces. I don't know what it is. It's just... Is there a pair that you flop a set and like, you don't love it? Aces. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I didn't need Good this, point. dude. I didn't need this. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Save these is... up for when I have deuces. Don't, don't, don't blow it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now how am I supposed to get value? I, like... <laughs> this is not the time. This is not I'm the time. I'm trying to stack jacks. Uh, so, flop is 9-5 deuce. Two diamonds. You check. Villain bets big. Yay. Hooray. What's the plan? Uh, probably just check raise and get stacks in. I think big betting here from the big blind is, or sorry, from the button is very, very reasonable. I think it's pretty, uh, it's a kind of like a normal flop, an expected flop for regs to have like a big bet check strategy. I think their big bets are going to have sets over pairs, strong 9x, flush draws, combo draws, um, yeah. that kind of stuff. And yeah, they just they have like all the good hands, and yeah. we have very few good hands. Yeah. Uh, no nine five, no five deuce, just fives and deuces, no nines. So really, just six combos of like top end value. Yeah, and so yeah. you go ahead and put in a big check raise to one sixty nine, and villain calls again. Probably not super expected. And, yeah, yeah, right. just. Get the money in. Uh, and that sound for the podcast listener of John's uncomfortable squeal is the ace of diamonds on the turn. So the flop was nine, seven deuce with the nine deuce of diamonds. The turn is the ace of diamonds, which is quite the card, <laughs> quite the card for your check raise range. Well, now I have like zero bluffs. No, maybe seven, eight, eight, nine, six, eight. Yeah, six, if, four, something like that. Yeah, if you... Okay. Yeah, got some gutters still. Yeah. I mean, six, four is a double gutter, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's not. No, it's close. <laughs> it's a gutter with a three straight up top, so it may as well be a double gutter. 
Uh, I mean, I'm guessing on this card, like you're probably gonna bet a third. What should you do? What do you think you should do in these spots? Just like maybe we can just talk like theory wise. <sighs> I mean, you just play like this whole hand. Like you bet a third here with bottom set, get called on the river. You just check calling, check folding. Are you betting the river? Probably. Not. I think probably just betting a third and then checking a bunch if villain calls like it so the problem the problem is like i don't like structuring my strategy where like check raise flop and then check turn and the problem is that we don't have a lot of flushes villains just play very 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 well versus check raise check on this flush completer um you have very few bluffs so like a third just seems the way to go you can easily get called by worse you know over pairs with a diamond ace four right. like, ace three those are the hands that I'm targeting with like the one third on the turn would be like, yeah, exactly those types of hands. Over pairs with a diamond and then like ASX, like hands that are worse than mine, but that never bet the turn, but will call a bet. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that that would be my plan is to bet a third. I, I wouldn't want to split my range by checking. Um, and then mm -hmm. having like some yeah, I, I just think it's really difficult to manage. So you would bet a third here and then split your range on the river and like jam flushes and <laughs> Um, it's kind of, <laughs> I don't know if I jam flushes or not. I think we need to maintain some strong hands and like once we bet a third and then check the river. So I think like some portion of my flushes are going to be checking. Um, I mean, the board could always pair on the river too, like after we bet a third, which gives us boats in our, yep. in our range as well. And I think that's, that's pretty nice. Um, so yeah, I would. Just bet the turn and then play rivers accordingly and kind of figure it out once I make it to that node. All right. We bet the third. Good start. Good start. <laughs> Good start. And villain calls. So we're everything's progressing according to plan. Rivers, a king of hearts. Maybe not the greatest of rivers. Things are yeah. I mean, it's not definitely not one of the ones I was like hoping for, like because we it presumably improves kings with the king of diamonds. Yeah, it makes it. Yeah, I, I mean, Maybe you just, just basically have to check, right? Like, there's no other option besides checking the river. Yeah, but then, <laughs> what do you do facing jam with like deuces or fives or? I don't know. Even like three, four. I don't. I, I'm not sure. I mean, but I don't really have a good alternative strategy here, as yeah. it relates to facing jam I, like like i said on the turn I, I would check some flushes um right so at least know that i do have some flushes in my checking range on the river that i get to call with but yeah it's kind of dicey i mean the the, re the reality is though if they jam they got to be turning a pair into a bluff right like yeah tens with a diamond jacks with a diamond queens with a diamond right that's nine combos that they can effectively turn into a bluff i mean do they do it all the time feels fairly unlikely. Like they're going to check back at some frequency. I just have to imagine with like yeah. jacks, queens or kings or yeah. tens, jacks or queens. Yeah. So. Don't feel too bad about folding non flushes here. I mean, I feel bad about it. Let's not, <laughs> it, it's not going to make me feel great. I'm definitely going to go in my tank. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I 
just probably yeah. have to fold. I, I think it's they have too many flushes. They've got too many sets. And they I mean, don't just always... just with aces and kings, that's six combos, and we just counted nine combos of potential hands that they might bluff with. Um, they can't even have ace king of hearts now that we beat. It's hard for them to value cut themselves. Uh, yeah, I think just folding deuces is probably reasonable, and then call with. Maybe your straights. Maybe. Deuces and straights are like, in my mind, that's like the same thing. Like if we're getting Well, you beat aces like, and kings. The six combos of like aces and kings, oh, I think I see, that's I that's pretty important. Okay, okay, okay. When okay. we're working with such few combos. Okay. Oh, they just let you off the hook and check behind. Uh <laughs> well, they check behind a set of fives. So I'm gonna go on a limb and say that you should probably shouldn't call the all in with <laughs> deuces. Yeah, you probably shouldn't call the all in with deuces if you're checking fives. Man, I don't know if that's necessarily what that means. Like, yeah, I guess it could mean that like they're they yeah, over bluff yeah. when they do jam right, since right, they're checking right. back such strong hands. Kind of an interesting check by them, huh? It's an interesting spot for him too. Yeah, very interesting. Very like. Especially if they think that we could be checking some flushes on the river or straights. And they have to ask themselves, do they call all in with a worse set? Yeah. I mean, you presumably we're, you're going to fold deuces. deuces. Yeah. Right. So really quite a nice check back by them. I, I think that's quite, quite a disciplined check, even though I'm sure when they check back and you had deuces, they were very tilted. <laughs> they were quite annoyed. Um, but I think it's just a really good play by them. Thanks for the ace of diamonds, stupid site. Stop <laughs> me from stacking this guy. <laughs> so rigged. How do you feel about their no bet three bet on the flop? Like, I guess maybe they shouldn't have a bet three bet range. Okay, so I think it's, I think it's reasonable, like, to just like not have a bet three bet range in this spot. But yeah. exploitatively, I think you should have a bet three bet range because the check raise range on nine five deuce. When you have fives and the other person doesn't have nines, is deuces and combo draws, I think. Or or just maybe. But combo draws, like a lot of the hands that are combo draws three bet pre facing a min open in the big blind, you know, six, yeah. seven, seven, eight of diamonds. I mean, I just think that the downside is like not letting like six, seven of hearts barrel off, right? Like yeah. maybe six, seven of hearts folds if you bet three bet and like that could just go like check raise bet bet or something yeah, yeah. like that. But like, I don't know. I just think that there's Maybe on this board when they're when you know, maybe like top set is like a better bet three bet because it allows the big blind to have middle and bottom set. Yeah, um, just going to stack off with and and all the combo draws. But yeah, I think bet three betting these types of boards when you get check raises, it's an maybe option. That'll be our next video if I can flop a set in position. <laughs> if you can flop set over set and bet three bet somebody on a board like this, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, no, I think this is well played hand by both both players involved if, if i did bet let's say i bet the river small for some reason mm -hmm. um and you're on the button with fives would you raise ever probably not right i doubt it yeah okay because i got I, I just i'm only asking because i was in this exact same situation two days ago i was on the button with top set the guy flop bottom set everything got there like it did in this hand and the guy went small he check raised the flop small bet the turn and then small bet the river and i didn't jam yeah 
And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, he had flipped over bomb set. And I was just like, you know, probably had the same feeling this guy did where you you, you probably played the hand well, but it just it feels terrible when you see that, like, wow, I could yeah. have just gotten it in on the flop and won a stack. Fade the ace of diamonds. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's uh the the same like the inverse of this is they have six, seven of hearts, you know, and the turns like a jack of clubs and somehow you end up stacking them and you, you never question as to whether or not you should flat the check raise or bet three bet because they right, just bomb right. off with right. a low equity hand. Yeah. Well, well played, sir. Two well played hands. This is going to do it for Rare today's episode today's episode. Yeah. We have a record of well-played hands consecutively on tactical Tuesday. We're starting we should have one of those. We should, you know, those signs that they have in like workplaces where it's like days without accident or like days without incident. Yeah. We uh-huh. should have one of those <laughs> days without a punt. Yeah. Ep- episodes of punt. tactical Tuesday with, without a punt one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to make it too. See you next week, guys. Yep. Stick around next week. See if we can make it two in a row. Have a good week. Peace. Thanks for listening to Chasing Poker Greatness. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Go to ChasingPokerGreatness.com to get the newsletter. Join the Greatness Village community, book a coaching session, or dive into the latest data-driven poker courses. Follow the show on Twitter at CPG Podcast.